Coming up next on The Voice of Alabama Politics, no plan. Also, the V-Team takes a look at rising cases in COVID illness. And election day is near. this and much, much more coming up next on The V. the voice of Alabama politics, where we tackle the tough issues so you have the hard facts. I'm your host, Bill Britt, and today I'm joined by Susan Britt, research guru extraordinaire, and Josh Moon, investigative reporter and columnist at APR. Welcome. Hey, guys. Hey, hey Josh. guys. How y'all doing? All righty. Good, good. Hey, you know, last week we brought up the fact that the uh, Alabama state legislature does not have a plan to hold a session in February 3rd, to hold session in a safe environment. Mm, we, 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 we talked about that last week. I'm so I did talk to some people down in Montgomery and one of the, seriously, one of the thinking down there is that we will have a vaccine by February 3rd and so there's no reason for them to have to plan for this. Josh? Go for it, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, some you know sometimes the the dumb is just overwhelming. Uh, I, I tell you, it, it's it, we're not we're not going to have that. And if you look around at other states, other states even even red states are are doing things <coughs> to prepare for a legislative session uh, early in the year. I believe Arkansas start in. Uh, uh, Arkansas's legislative session starts in mid-January, and they today uh, released photos of all a bunch of plexiglass out, you know, encasing all of the seats uh, where the where the elected officials will sit uh, in their state house. Right. I, I'm assuming we we don't have a plexiglass plan is either uh, either for, for any of this. And so yeah. You know, man, it, it's not it's not really surprising to me that we don't have a plan because we never have a plan for anything. So this is right well, on course. The thing that's disturbing to me is one of the other plans is to limit access. Right. That means limited access to the press, <clears throat> limited access to the citizens, which is not legal. That's right. Folks. Well, yeah. I did I did talk to a couple of folks down there, and I, 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 I had to give them a little news flash that, you know, intravenous Clorox injections <laughs> and light bulb suppositories were not going to be available by February 3rd because they're in phase one trials. Yeah, well, let's, if you can get the light, the sunlight right in you, maybe we'll have nothing but sunlight and they can just go outside in between votes and open their mouths and into the sun. <laughs> <laughs> that would not be difficult. Yeah. I, I want to move on to the next thing, but, uh, you know, and, and you said it, Josh, they don't really have a plan, much of a plan for anything. That's probably not that terrible. We probably don't need them to have a plan as long as Kay Ivey keeps having her plans. Right. Uh, you know, they, they, 
they've done a pretty good job over at the governor's office. Actually, they've done a good job uh, in, in keeping things together and, and passing some pretty big initiatives. I mean, one of the big things is going to be uh, sentencing reform, justice reform, as we know. But one of the big hurdles, Susan, is that President Pro Tem, Del Marsh, mm -hmm. and some senators still have their wee feelings hurt because KIB dared expose the fact that they wanted to spend CARES Act money on things like a new state house. And of course, maybe if they got a new state house, they could put a plexiglass in it. I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, it, I, these guys get their, I don't even know why they're in politics, the way they get their feelings are over stuff. And she, good on her that she exposed it. It was ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous what they wanted to spend it on, a new state house and, you know, these pet projects, not to actually go and help the people of Alabama with the CARES Act as it was supposed to be done. Right, That's what it was right. supposed to be there for. I mean, she's the only one leading in the state right now. The only one. That's true. Well, you know, th this is what happens when you don't when you don't have a functioning second party in your state. Uh, you know, and, and, you know, the Democrats are on their way back, I would say, because you, you can't get much lower. Uh, the more they were, but I, you know, I think that they're they're, they're making <laughs> they're making gains. Though I mean, and, and you know, as somebody who talks to to these folks on a regular basis, I think that there there are some initiatives that's been put in place and some some hires that have been made over the course of the last year or so uh, that's going to move things forward. But you know, this is what happens: is you you end up with a legislature that that very rarely works, uh, very rarely works together, and you have to rely on other people to get things done. And you know, and and Lord knows we need somebody in there because you know. Del Marsh, you know, announced uh, this morning in the Aniston newspaper that he's not going to run again. So Lord knows what he's going to be like for the next couple of years. Yeah, well, he was supposed to step down this 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 session mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. hand it over to Greg Reed, right. the majority leader. And Greg has been a faithful lieutenant, uh, but I, I don't know if that deal has just passed on or whatever's happened. To he, he's gone back on his word so many times. Who knows? Yeah. Wow. yeah, maybe he's gonna maybe he's just gonna wait until you know a couple of years down the road and then hand it over. I, I don't know what the plan was. Yeah. But I know you know, on Friday he said he's decided that uh, he's not gonna run again. Well, that's good. I think uh, yeah. you know he can go off <coughs> to his big island and uh, hang out. Uh, you know, one of the, the things Kardashians? that we, Was that the island that the Kardashians with, went to. It's not, but he does own a private island in the middle of the Tennessee River, and it's supposed to be really gorgeous hunting club, hunting lodge, or whatever you call it. Mm -hmm. uh, I have never been invited, and uh, don't, think, don't we will. think we will be. <laughs> yeah. We got about a minute and a half, and I want to get to this real quick. Uh, there's been opposition to Amendment 2, and it it is one of the craziest amendments we've got, because basically you had a, a group of people, appointed people, to a commission that have rewritten basically the judicial rules for Alabama wholesale in the dark without folks knowing what's really going on. And now they, 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 they complicated the issue. But when it, you look at Amendment 2, it looks like, oh, well, that's not too bad. But it is a almost total rewrite of the judicial rules, including how you can get rid of a judge. Yeah, you know, I read through this. It's got to be one of the more confusing things that, that has been put on the ballot in, in, in some time. And, you know, the, I know they try to do a synopsis <coughs> and narrow it down, and, and you can't really do it with that. Uh, and even when you read the full, uh, you know, the full thing that that does, it's still, you still are left wondering just what the hell is going on here. And, you know, I, 
if you've ever been uh, tried, you know, watched a bad judge try to go through discipline, you know how hard it already is to get rid of a judge. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, if they were making that easier or, or, or opening up the process for public scrutiny, that would be one thing. But I don't, I don't feel like that's what's taking place here. It, it certainly doesn't appear so. <clears throat> the other thing is it does is it gets rid of basically uh, strips the constables, uh, which have been around for 200 years. It gets rid of them. And it also uh, gets rid of the, uh, the ability of the chief justice to appoint his own second in command. That's like telling Nick Saban he can't, he can't hire his own you know, second coach, right? But we're gonna have to leave it right there. You're watching the V, the voice of Alabama politics. We'll be right back. We took a chance on him. I knew he was a Democrat. But he promised to get things done. And he sure did. He fought like hell for us farmers. And our rural hospitals. Saved our jobs from trade tariffs. He stopped Washington from denying survivor benefits to our military widows. Senator Jones helped our business grow. He protected coverage for pre-existing medical conditions. Doug Jones worked with everybody. And got things done for Alabama. Doug Jones sure earned my vote. I'm Senator Doug Jones, and I approve this message. The United States was built on the foundations of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Millions of people have defended these pillars of our democracy. Please remember the sacrifice made by these Americans and make time to register to vote and obtain a government photo ID so you too can vote on November 3rd. Voting is a sacred right. Sacrifices made by those who so bravely serve our country should never be forgotten. What are you doing today? Um, playing the game. Thought I'd go out for a drive later, maybe. Text some friends while I'm doing it. Scroll through social media. Kill a family four and a half on collision. Cool, man. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. Your career isn't a job. It's a journey. Your next job could lead to bigger things, and you're in charge of how fast and how far you want to go. At alabamaworks.com, you can connect with employers and start working right now, then chart your path forward with training and career planning tools. That next paycheck is great, but it's only the beginning. Start a great success story at alabamaworks.com. Welcome back to The V, the voice of Alabama politics. Susan, the COVID-19 infections are going in the wrong direction. Mm -hmm. I mean, the United States had 9 million cases. Alabama just last week reported 1,400 new cases, 300 and some deaths. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is because people, the weather's getting different. But people are not, they've let their guard down. They're not taking it as seriously as they once were. I agree. And, and, and also the testing numbers are down in Alabama. Right. They're not testing as many. So we don't know accurately how many cases there really are. And that's disturbing because this is such a deadly virus. And if not only just deadly, if you do survive it, you're talking about lifelong health problems. And people are not paying attention. 
They're just yeah, not you know, doing it, the necessary precautions. We're 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 now passing th- a thousand people dying a day again across the United yeah. States, and yeah. and that is a, you know that that's that's serious. You know what I mean? I mean it's 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 uh, yeah. I, I don't know how people can continue to write this off. I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand what's going on in your head. Uh, what do you think is happening? Do you think all these people are lying to you about this? Do you think the people that are saying hey our hospitals are filling up again? Uh, the Utah governor yesterday came out and said we can't take this anymore. We're at capacity. We've got to do something. Uh, yeah. You know, they, these people are not like you were talking about Republicans, you know, staunch conservatives that have come out and said these things. You've got to wear the mask and do the social distancing and keep your asses at home for a little while. Yep. Well, and that's the thing, Josh. I mean, j- we still have people going on and on and on about how mandatory mask requirements are somehow encroaching on their freedom and liberty. I think these people do not understand what liberty and freedom really mean. True. You are not free to murder your neighbor. You're not free to infect your neighbor with the deadly disease. That's not freedom. That's just selfishness. And it, it's real simple, people. Two other countries have already shut down. If you don't take this seriously, if you don't do the precautions, they're going to have to shut the United States down again. Yeah, and you know, and what what kills me is is the large majority of the people who believe those things. If you see their their social media accounts or whatever, there's a Bible verse right at the top, uh, usually. You know, and. That's what we're talking about here is the the basic principles of the Bible, of, of Christianity, of, of most religions, which is take care of each other. And that's what yeah. all anybody's asking you to do. Inconvenience yeah. yourself slightly, slightly by putting on a mask and staying six feet apart. That's all you have to do. You're not having to go out and dig a ditch for somebody, for God's sakes. Just be you know, a, a little sane, a little helpful. And this is one of the things you brought up a point I, I wasn't meaning to make, but I think this is interesting. All right, if you are a believer in the, our Constitution, one of the things that is sort of enshrined in our Constitution is property rights. I mean, United States, property rights are very important. The most important property that anyone owns is their own body, you know? And government is not there to tell you how you are supposed to use your body or how you're supposed to think, but to protect you from those who would want to kill you harm you or steal your stuff. Well, they're protecting you from me, me from you, you know, by yeah, these mask orders. Well, yeah. that's the reason why we put these, the, you know, the, the exceptions for these health orders in place in the first place. That's why they're legal. That's the, you know, it's yeah. because, you know, it's the government's responsibility relying upon science and doctors and the studies that they do uh, to provide the best information and protection for the public. And that's all anybody is trying to do here. Why this has turned into a controversy, I have no idea. Well, we do, but we're just not going to say it. All right. Well, what? <laughs> well, you know, one of the things that I have been noticing, and I think y'all probably have too, is what I've been calling panic pandemic fatigue mm, where it. it's been six seven months you don't get to see your family you don't get to see your grandkids you don't get to see uh mom and them like you normally do like one of our viewers turned 91 this last week and barely got to see your grandchildren certainly couldn't hug them yeah but josh we're just tired we're, we're tired of the whole thing yeah look everybody's tired of this okay i mean uh but again the only way that we're going to get through this 
and get past it and put it behind us is if we do these basic things like wearing a mask, social distancing, staying at home if you don't have to go out, uh, and then also relying on a vaccine to come along when it's safe, trusting that the processes have, have, have been worked through properly, and then taking the vaccine there to stomp this thing out. And hopefully, by the middle of next year, maybe a little later, we're back to normal. Yeah. Well, we've got about a minute and a half, and I wanted to bring up the fact that the state has op- is opening up three new mental health facilities, an uh, $18 million project. Uh, the, new lo- the first locations will be in Mobile, Montgomery, and Huntsville. I, I got to tell you, Department of Health Commissioner Lynn Bashir is doing a great job. This will be a game changer. Uh, it, it allows people to come in and get mental health services. They can stay for an hour or two, or they can stay for a day or two. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to make a big difference. It is going to make a big difference. And especially, you know, the, the the depression and stuff that people are feeling from the pandemic that may, may not necessarily be able to go to a doctor or something. They can go to these facilities and get some relief. Yeah. You know. Josh, this is, as Commissioner Bashir said, this is a game changer for Alabama. We've ignored mental health mm-hmm. for years. Well, you know, once upon a time, we had uh, a pretty remarkably good uh, mental health system here in this state, and it was, you know, was allowed to kind of deteriorate over the course of time. And uh, so it's nice to see. And I think a lot of people, again, a bipartisan collection of people, have come, have taken a look at what's gone on in this state with, uh, with county jail cells filling up with yeah. mentally, uh, with, with folks with mental issues and stuff, and sheriffs being forced to take care of this. And they've said we've got to do something. So it, it is very, yeah. very nice to see, you know, the governor's office and some other people taking a step forward. And, and yeah. kind of pushing this out there and getting it, getting us back to where maybe hopefully close to where we once were. Leadership. Yeah, it is. And and you know, House Minority Majority Leader Nathan, Nathaniel Ledbetter, Nathaniel Ledbetter, was involved in that process and really took a leading role. And I know some of our Democratic colleagues did as well. We would congratulate them all for helping Alabama be better. You're watching the V. We'll be right back with more news and analysis. As we celebrate 100 years of women's suffrage, we reflect upon a time when we could not register to vote nor hold public office. But now, we have the privilege of representing the people of Alabama in the state legislature. We must continue to educate and empower women because together, we can continue to shatter records and overcome barriers. Register to vote and obtain your photo ID so you too can exercise your right to vote on November 3rd. What are you doing today, babe? I thought I'd head down to the lake with the guys, do a little fishing. Of course, none of us will be wearing our seat belts. I'll lose control of the truck, wrap it around a tree, and kill us all. Okay. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. What's up, Alabama? It's Bo Jackson. 
do I really need to say it? Welcome back to The V, the voice of Alabama politics. You know, Susan, uh, I, when you and I first started dating, uh, we, we one of our favorite singers was, uh, uh, I don't remember the song now, but maybe it was Bartender Blues by, uh, by uh, George Jones. Mm -hmm. and, uh, I met George Jones in Nashville and had way too many, uh, uh, well, we, we got along really well. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, they had a thing where they used to call the great legendary old possum, George Jones, No Show Jones. No Show Jones. No Show Jones. Josh, I think we need to call Tommy Tuberville No Show Tommy because he doesn't show up for his events or any no. event. The, no, the he Auburn doesn't. students. Uh, yeah. Go, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. I was just gonna say, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah the Auburn. Yeah, the, he had the uh, the event with the Auburn College Democrats and Republicans. Uh, those two group of college kids, uh, obviously with opposing viewpoints, managed to come together. Uh, you know, create a forum that they felt like was fair for both candidates for the U.S. Senate seat, Doug Jones and and Tommy Tuberville. Issued an invitation out to them, and um, you know, one guy showed up, one guy didn't, uh, because. You know, he knew, Tommy Tuberville knew that he cannot possibly be on a stage with Doug Jones at this point because he would look like a moron. And, and I mean, and that's just the simple fact of this is he doesn't know. And we all know he doesn't know. And you can vote for him if you want to vote for him. That's fine. Whatever you want to do, go out and do it. Yeah. But just know you're electing an idiot. Well, and, and you know, the thing is, and in my mind, you, we've seen in Iowa, uh, they, they debated the Republican and the Democrat in Georgia. Mm -hmm. uh, they've debated. Purdue just dropped out of the debate, but they, yeah. they've done the same. <laughs> After getting killed, <laughs> just you know, like, no more of this. I'm out. <laughs> I get it, but I mean, you know, Arizona. They've debated here in Alabama. It's okay if you hide and oh, don't yeah. debate. I mean, he he did appear at an event in Madison County the uh, the other day, <laughs> and uh, he appeared at the boat rally. Uh, the Trump boat rally. And you know what we talked about? Trump. That's it. That's yeah. all he knows. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's all it. he knows. You're right. You're right. And, and he was at, uh, he was also at another event in Huntsville yesterday um, and, uh, and spoke to a small crowd of about 80 people who were gathered at the Trash Panda Stadium, which was pretty appropriate for a trash candidate. Um, and so, uh, but wow. then after it was, after it was over, uh, he, uh, he refused to take any questions from any of the people there, all Republicans who were there, refused to take any questions, and then left without also skipping out on the media, and to which his campaign manager told them that he would answer all of their questions and be available to media on Wednesday. The day after the election. The day after the election. The, the, day, the day after, after the, election. the election. Well, yeah, so you got to well, vote for him before you know what you get. Right. I guess all these places. Isn't that what Nancy Pelosi said? You got to yeah. vote for it to know what's in it? So yeah. he's like Nancy Pelosi then? Pretty much. Pretty much. Okay. There you go. Well, I mean, you really don't know what the guy stands for. He came out and he said that Donald Trump was for the American ideal, or the American dream, and he was for the American dream. Now, they didn't define necessarily what the American dream was. I mean, but he did say that if he were, he was going to protect 
our guns and uh, not let God be kicked out of the country. Yeah, well, I guarantee I, you the American dream uh, he's talking about is white and makes him a lot of money. Yep. Well, yep. the thing is, is how do you, how do you, in fact, kick God out of the country? I mean, isn't God <laughs> omnipotent? Isn't God all-powerful and everywhere? Whoa, whoa, I mean, whoa, so whoa, 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 Bill. You're thinking about this way too hard, okay? Yeah. You're, you're, okay. you're trying to you're trying to put thought and intelligence into this, and you need to stop that right now. Oh yeah, that's a I good mean, point, Josh. That's yeah. I, I've 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 owned guns <laughs> a long, long time, and nobody's ever tried to take them away from me. You know, not once. I, I mean, they're just not. Yep. But they, they never don't come knocking on your door and go, "Give them up." God, you know where they do that? Russia, China. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, But, you know, that doesn't happen here. Uh, Our Supreme Court is all for AK-15s and AK-47s and (laughs) AR-15s. But the the, the funny thing to me is, they're always crazy about the Second Amendment. But when it comes to the First Amendment, it's like, whoa, we, no, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't want any any First Amendment. We don't want that. but and the other thing is, until they get banned on Twitter or Facebook, yeah. then yeah. it's like, what about my first well, amendment? Wait a minute, We're, we should be free to lie whenever we want to, and a private That's company right. should be able to let should be forced to let us. Yeah, yeah, not a first amendment right. Well, you know, nothing is going to be uh, nearly as crazy as November third. Anything that we have imagined an election could be, I think this is going to be crazier. Except in Alabama. I think it's going to be peaceful, it's going to be easy, and Donald Trump's going to win by a landslide. Exactly. Yeah, I think that that's definitely going to, tr- uh, going to be true. Uh, although I'm, I'm interested to see what the turnout numbers end up being here in this state. I, you know, those lines so far for the absentee voting have been pretty outstanding in a lot of places. And uh, I'm, I'm interested to see where, where we wind up. Well, I tell you where we are now as of Friday, speaking of absentees, there were 329,657 ballots requested uh, and 276,352 successfully returned. Yeah, that's how it's been Friday. Sorry, so far. Now, you do have until November 2nd to make sure you get them back to your county uh, election manager if you still yeah. have your absentee ballot. So you've got until Monday. Uh, make sure you get them in. Yeah, yeah take, I mean, and I, take them. It, take them up there. Take them up there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the participation around the nation has been outstanding. Mm-hmm. But we, we haven't, in, in, in our lifetime, of course, held an election in times in time of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. We have done it uh, in times of war and terrorism and all that. But Josh, that people are out voting is huge, I think. I think it's really important. Yeah, it really is. And it's, it's going to be interesting to see if Republicans can suppress enough of this to win anything. But uh, if not, see, he always I think turns back to that. He always turns back to that. Well, it's a thought. You know. Well, listen, listen. Hey, I, all I know is, is I want everybody, no matter how you feel, to go out and vote. And I want your ballots to count. I don't care when you get it there. Uh, as long as you're within the time frames, I want your ballots to count. And we'll see you at the polls. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, you've been watching The V, the voice of Alabama politics. You watch us because we watch them.